0: All right back to the calls and ask Andrew anything uh, let's see let's see who we have here um, uh, Michelle Michigan go ahead
1: Andrew hi um, um, I'm the wife of a border patrol agent and I just really want to thank you for just doing all for the support that you give our law enforcement and our agents that are working the border their morale is, is quite low because of this administration and my husband um, was detailed down there on its fourth detail um, down to the southern border. And it's a mess. It, it, we all know it. It's just it, you're so, so refreshing. I just wanted to say before you left on your Christmas vacation that thank you for all that you do for us. And um, I just love your show.
0: Well, thank you. And look, the support, I, well, apparently, if I, if I, I don't know how many times I have to say that what happened on January 6th, now, all of a sudden the defund the police people are turning it around on me and going, all hey, right, you don't care about the cops. What? First of all, I have right. so many friends who are in law enforcement and I have friends who are border patrol agents. And, you know, one of the things that that I get from my friends who work in the border patrol and your husband may know them is just how depressed they get when they get vilified. You know, these are the people that pick up the, you know how hard it is. And, And my one friend who's got kids of his own, he's like, I see kids in distress every day because of these damn cartels. And because of, of, of the the, just the failed governments, these people are fleeing. It's not that we don't sympathize with them. Of course we sympathize with them. And nobody wants to see a child left out in the cold or shuttled across Absolutely. the border by a coyote or, or miss a meal. Nobody wants to see that, but we have to uphold our laws. And working in law enforcement, you know, that's the thing. My friend who's a firefighter always says, you know, everybody loves us, right? Everybody loves the fire department. Everybody loves the EMTs yeah. because being a cop is tough. And we see in these cities where they've defunded the police and the crime rates are spiking. It's like being, be, being a police officer can have its fun moments. But you know what? You are dealing with people at, at their worst at times. And, it, you know, it, it's, right. it, it, these are people that feel so damn unappreciated. But the way they vilify the Border Patrol agents, these people are caring for children when it's not their mm-hmm. mission to do so. Their job is to secure the border, and they find themselves changing diapers and cradling babies and feeding children and caring for them to the best of their ability. When they get overrun and all they have is Mylar blankets and a floor, it's not like the Border Patrol, like, let's make these kids miserable. They're not set up for these yeah. things. And and when no, the media not- and the Democrats vilify them, and these are people that deeply, that, that, that go home, they have to bring that home. You know, they bring that home.
1: No, and it's true, and it's just that the morale is so low, and, and like you said, you know, they're doing their best. They're trying to do their job, and, and no one wants to see children like that, and they're doing their best, but yet they're vilified, and they can't do what they're supposed to do, and they don't have the support, but like I said, you're, I listen to you daily, and you and your audience, and I just, I just really wanted to let you know that I truly appreciate you, and I wish you a Merry Christmas to you and your family.
0: Well, thank you very much, and, and back at you on that. You know, I, I talked to friends. I had one friend who said, you know, when, when he was getting vilified where the police were getting vilified, he's like, you know, come see a domestic, you know, see the things that I see. He's like talk about PTSD among soldiers. He goes, see the things that I see. Worked some of the roughest neighborhoods in New York City. He's like, come see the things I see. You know, come to a domestic dispute, uh, you know, call where a child and a, and, a, and, a, and a woman's been beaten and have to call the guy, sir, while you're talking to him. That's innocent until proven guilty. But if you don't think police officers, firefighters, border patrol agents don't don't come home with a little PTSD, sometimes a lot of PTSD from what they see every day that we we treat with such disrespect, believe me, it weighs on these people. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Ah, uh, uh, okay, Morgan, Oklahoma. Go ahead. Hey, how are you doing today? Fine, how are you?
1: I'm doing good. Uh, I was calling. Do you think that the media is going to cover the, the, I mean, it's kind of covered up right now, but the the White House came out on Veterans Day and admitted chemical weapons were in Iraq. And the Army Public Health Center has put out a new thing
0: uh, from 2014 about the chemical weapons in Iraq. And
1: we've got soldiers who are dying suicide and the NIH's own study, study says that mustard and lewisite gas are a causal effect of adverse psychological effects. Uh, I did not know what to do about that, but
0: well, um, they don't even talk about Afghanistan anymore. Right? I put it up on Twitter uh, this last night is Afghanistan still a thing? There's still Americans at the media if if Donald Trump were president and Afghanistan went the way it did under Biden, they would be talking about Afghanistan nonstop. They don't talk about Afghanistan anymore. So why would why would they talk about any of these other things? And the last thing they want to do is remind you of Joe Biden's passionate floor speech supporting the Iraq invasion. Thank you for the call. And I don't want to remind you of that.
1: Sam, Ohio. Go ahead. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I'm a, I've been vegan for thirty-three years now, and I agree with what you say about one thing. If we would take the subsidies off uh, the animal products, I say, let the free market decide.
0: I I, I don't care what you know. You eat what you eat. Eat what you want to eat. There are things I don't eat, but because I don't eat them, doesn't mean I don't want other people to eat them. Okay, I agree with that.
1: Anyway, I was going to tell you. I first heard you when you do you remember Karen Hunter's White in America series? That's where I first yes. heard you and I tuned in and I really liked it. Yeah, I like I like your style. I don't know if, do you remember the old Air America? And in fact, oh, yeah. oh back. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact, Somewhere I have a
0: picture. <laughs> Somewhere I have a picture. They were staying in the same hotel as us at the two thousand eight uh, Republican convention. And they had a no. spot, and I remember me and my producers back then, Nick, were like, we, th- there, was, th- there was nobody there. I'm like, we have to take pictures of ourselves behind their microphone. That would just be <laughs> funny. Somewhere I have a picture of me sitting behind the, the Air America table with the Air America mic flag, somewhere.
1: Okay. And to give me an idea, do you remember Ed Bush? <coughs> the old Ed Bush show back on the weekends? This was before Rush. No. You ever listen to Ed Bush? No. Nope. Um, yeah, he was first back in the 80s. I remember listening to him. It wasn't bad. <coughs> anyway, I remember listening to those Air America people and they put me to sleep. They didn't seem like they had much prep, no excitement or anything.
0: (laughs) Well, I I will, I I will tell you why. Well, actually the most successful program that was on air America was Rachel Maddow. (laughs) But I I will tell you what I will tell you, I will, I have diagnosed this. And I think even progressives would tell me that I'm right about this. The reason why a lot of those Bush reactionary shows failed when they tried to combat the power of conservative minded talk radio was they, a lot of the people they leaned on in the beginning of this were comedians. Now I bet you I could say this, what I'm about to say in front of the most left-wing comedian. And they'd agree with me because it's not a, a political opinion, a talk radio host, somebody who comes up the ranks in talk radio, in radio. I don't care if it's music radio or talk radio. You build an audience by being in the same spot at the same time, every day. A comedian, comedian is in a different spot. So when you come up in comedy, you're touring clubs, right? You're performing for different people every night until you get to your comedy Central special or Showtime special or HBO special, but it's a different skill set that if you know you, you bomb one night, in Akron, maybe you change it up for Toledo, right? So you can work on the material as you build up to that, to that one-hour special. We're with the same people every day for three hours. They're with different people every night for maybe an hour. That's the different skill set. You can join me live on the Will count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to three east, nine to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.